Hello, Anchornauts. I hope you had a fantastic weekend, that you got lots done, and that you entered Monday morning full of energy and full of vigor. That's my, that's my pledge to you. I hope it happened. If it didn't, well, here you are anyway. I was going to do my absolute best to keep this Anchor podcast away from anything with Trump and the NFL, but it happened. Twitter just changed their policies or is pledging to change their policies regarding tweets, all thanks to Mr. Donald Trump, the president himself as well. I want to talk about the power of pop culture and how that needs to be shifted in a moment like this with regards to the humanitarian crisis in Puerto Rico. And then two things on the lighter side. Apple launched iOS 11 last week. And guess what? Siri is a lot better, but maybe not for the reasons that you think. As well, Levi's launched their long-awaited smart jacket. It's the jacket, the the jean jacket that you can control your phone from your sleeve. Kind of cool, but maybe unnecessary. Anyway, that's tonight's show. Without further ado, let's, let's get into it. Let's start off with what everyone is talking about. Donald J. Trump himself, the man who cannot contain his thoughts and uses Twitter as a machine gun for them. It's really kind of, well, we all, we've all been there before. And we've talked about how valuable Twitter has become because the president uses it as a political weapon and an economic weapon. And of course, well, like a political weapon if you're in North Korea and your name is Kim Jong-un. Right In the weekend, he had this tweet that said, and I quote, just heard the thoughts of the foreign minister for North Korea speak at the UN. If he echoes the thoughts of the little rocket man much longer, they won't be around or they won't be around much longer. Unquote. Something. Give me some grace in there. Anyway, it was pretty close to that. So North Korea went ahead and said, oh, my goodness, we're not happy about this, as you would expect that they wouldn't be and took it as a declaration for war. That's right. North Korea said that America has declared war on them. Now, a lot of the world is not taking this too serious, which may be to our own detriment. Who knows? History will tell us in the future. But people are pointing to Twitter to say, listen, Twitter, you really police things well, or for the most part, you try to. You, you, you can't say anything poor or negative or racial. Or, and that, we're all thankful for that, right? Like, it needs to be an environment that promotes, well, I'll say free speech and, and strong discussion, but there needs to be respect in, anyway. Needless to say, people have been banned for lesser things than this. And so Twitter is coming out under all this fire to say, listen, this guy, forget that he's the president for a second, it just potentially got us in a war with North Korea. You guys have to have to censor this stuff. It has to break your censorship policy. And Twitter came out and said, actually, you know what? We actually take into consideration the newsworthiness of a tweet to decide whether or not it's worth banning or worth taking down. So what they're essentially saying is the president can say whatever he wants because we're going to leave it up there and this affects our share price and, it, and we need that. Now, in their defense, they also said due to this, they're going to update their policies and that sort of stuff. But I don't expect anything to change because at the end of the day, Donald Trump benefits Twitter. Like He works well in their favor, even if it's an ugly favor, right? And for the rest of us, as uncomfortable as it is, I kind of want to know what this madman in the White House is thinking rather than not know. Because if four days go by and he doesn't tweet, I'm starting at this point, I'm starting to panic to be like, what's going on? Where is he? What's happening next? Is all hell breaking loose? I don't know. Pop culture can be a very fun and funny thing. Now, if you're into pop culture, you know that there's always something to talk about. Who wore it better? Who's dating who? Who's upset with someone? What happened on the weekend? 
there's always something. And so a good example of this is Kylie Jenner apparently is pregnant. And the whole world was blowing up about this. By the whole world, I mean the media and the pop culture media and people involved with that. All my Twitter feed was, Kylie Jenner's pregnant. This is crazy. To which I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. I try not to be involved with that. And the reason is I used to work at a gas station. I spent about a year working at a gas station that was close to my house while I was in university. And while I was bored at this gas station, I used to read all the tabloid magazines. And then I realized they're all the same. They all say the same stuff, the who wore betters or whatever, and I didn't learn anything. It didn't add any value to my life. So I'm like, kind of like, hey, pop culture, you let me down a little bit. But oftentimes, pop culture, especially in North America, fails us because we only care about ourselves. So if there's a world catastrophe happening, we only care about America. And that's maybe just the American media where you know, they, there'd be a, a massive monsoon in India and thousands of people are dead. And we'll cover a story in North America where it's like, oh, wow, three people died. And I do give some room for context in there, right, because we can't cover everything. But when it comes to this Puerto Rico thing, where 100% of the island is without power, and it's one of the largest humanitarian crises that we've known in a long time, and they are considered American? That's where I got to draw the line. I got to draw the line there when your own people, America, are starving and dying and have this huge disaster, and you're more worried about football players kneeling to the national anthem. Now, I don't want to get into the football player kneeling thing, uh, yes or no, the flag. Like, that is, that's been done to death. But I do think that we need to somehow spin this conversation over to Puerto Rico. Because whether people kneel or not and what they're protesting, I think it's all important. But this, this is really important right now. Like, this is, this is important in the sense of if this doesn't get the attention it needs from, I would say, the government, and if Mr. Donald J. Trump doesn't turn his attention to Puerto Rico and make sure that aid gets through there and make it a real crisis, we're going to lose some people. And that really puts into context pop culture. Do I really care about what's going on in the Cowboys game tonight? Or do I? what can I do to help these people? And I know that's heavy, and a lot of you do not listen to the dipstick for the heavy stuff, but I think it's important that we do what we can, and we help out where we can, and donate where we can, and share the knowledge that, hey, this is happening, and we need to draw attention to this, and do whatever we can to save people's lives. Okay, now that we have some of the heavier stuff, the more important stuff out of the way, I want to talk about Siri. I updated to iOS 11, and I was pumped. I was really excited about two main features, and by main, I mean important to me. One feature was, remember QR codes? QR codes were like this thing that media and marketing really get on board with. Like, oh, QR codes are the future and people are putting them on their business cards. And it never caught on for a number of reasons, right? Because you needed another app to open up to see the QR code to drive you back to the website. And it was just kind of like an extra added step that didn't really add any value. Like, why would I scan the QR code on your business card when I can just go to the URL on it? Like, it's just the same thing. The funniest thing I ever saw was there was a QR code on a billboard. Right when you shouldn't be using your phone for one thing on a billboard, and two, like who's gonna do that? Well, I did, and then it went to a URL, and someone actually stuck a QR code in the middle of the floor in one of the malls, and it said this went to this website that said like basically like you're a nice person. I thought, hey, that was kind of nice. Well, years after it's no longer relevant, Apple put a QR code reader inside the camera app. So if you open the camera, which is really easy with a swipe to the right, boom, you can scan QR codes. I guess Snapchat's been doing it too if you're a big snapper. That's kind of fun. And as well, how many times do you go to a friend's house and they're like, what's the Wi-Fi password? And you don't know. You have to go look it up and like it's on some obscure piece of paper that you can barely read. Well, now if you're both on iOS 11 and you have each other in your contacts, you can just put your iOS device over a computer 
or a phone or excuse me, an iPhone or iPad, and it just boom transfers the Wi-Fi password automatically to that phone, and they get access, which it just seems so easy and exciting and futuristic. But one of the things that came out was Siri. Siri has an upgraded voice. She sounds way better, like way more real, and she's smarter, right? She's a smarter Siri. I'm sure there's like some neural network learning in there or whatever it is. But here's the big thing for me is that apparently Apple switched from Bing search to Google search. So whenever Siri searches something for you, she searches through Google, which if you're listening to this show, you search through Google. I, I don't think I met one person who didn't work for a massive corporation who was forced to use Bing that uses Bing. It's not a thing. And the reason is, one, it doesn't work very well, right? Google is a much better search engine for right now. And so the fact that Apple switched over Siri to, to Google from Bing, to me, to me, that means, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're perceived as smarter. So well done, Apple. You couldn't have changed anything. And if you just changed that from Google to Bing, I would have given Siri a 100% thumbs up upgrade. All right, last story of the day is this Levi jean jacket for $350 US. Now, this jacket has some weird tech in it that allows you to, it has a touch panel built into the denim, which is kind of cool, right? Like, you wouldn't actually know there's a touch panel in it unless you bought the jacket for that reason. So, it's somewhere on like the left sleeve, and it can control your phone. It can do calls, it can do music, it can do all that sort of stuff. And then I'm like, wow, like this took over two years to make happen, and the future is finally here where we have tech that allows us to control our phone from our clothes. And then I catch myself thinking that and go, oh, wait a minute, we have AirPods. I mean, I, I don't have AirPods, but we collectively have AirPods now, and that's what I would use. I wouldn't use the jacket to control my phone. I would just use my AirPods. Hey, do this or do that, or you can just use Hey Siri. Or what about your smartwatch? Your smartwatch will control your phone pretty easily. right? So th- to me, this feels like a, a, one of those Jetson ideas that, oh, we can finally do it, so let, let's just do it. The same way where Samsung had the first smartwatch, the real, real smartwatch, right? And they put a camera on there and a video recorder because it was super scientific. And we all thought, wow, like the Jetson did it so we can do it. Then we would find out that it's useless and, and it doesn't make any sense at all. Well, I mean, this jacket is essentially to me, it's useless. I don't know anyone that would actually use it. But maybe if it looks cool enough, if you're a jean jacket fan and up here in Canada, we call a denim and the jean jacket uh, jacket, I guess, denim in the jacket that we call it the Canadian tuxedo. So maybe there'll be a lot of Canadians up here that buy it. I don't know. If it looks good, buy it, but don't buy it for the tech. You're wasting your time. Man, it feels good to be back. Good to be back after the weekend. I had some company, so things slowed down for me a bit. But we're back. We're focused. We're in line. We are, we're here, Anchor. We're here all week long. Let's make it happen. Call in, favor the station. You know the drill. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here. And for that reason, I am super, super pumped. I'm thankful. Thanks for listening. This is The Dipstick. My name is Greg. I will see you tomorrow.